Cool. All right. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Sports Debate. I'm John DeNominique. I'm alongside with Bryce Ruddick. Brian, you right with me. Jonathan, Mr. Moose Nunez. And that's it for now. Stay tuned. <laughs> and we, we got we got quite the uh the lineup for you guys. I mean, a lot has a lot of stuff has been happening throughout the world of sports. Good things and bad things. But first off, we're gonna start off with a little bit of um how do you guys say it? Draft night. And you know, you know, it's it's a it was the first virtual draft. So I just wanted to have your opinion on the takeaways. I mean, did they do nice? Did they do good? I mean, do you like it? Do you like it aside from the NFL? Like, y'all let me know. Um, I think actually, I think the NFL did a bit better. Like, I guess presentation wise, um, because like I don't know if you guys saw, but you know, I was I was watching my wife, you know. Do her interviews, Malika Andrews. Oh, shout out your um, wife. Shout out Malika Andrews. That's what I'm saying. And she was doing interviews with the players, and you know, it just wasn't the it wasn't the same as when the NFL was doing their presentation of the, you know, the draft picks and their interviews. I just thought the NFL did better, but all in all, I mean, I thought things were pretty smooth. Like, like for me, I'm just upset that for the NFL, they didn't have people literally carried out into a rowboat into the mi- middle of the uh, Vegas Strip. Like, you know how they were going to have the, the draft in the middle of a pond or something like that and have each mm-hmm. draftee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted something like that, even if it was in PowerPoint or in paint, <laughs> like P- MS Paint. I wanted something. You wanted something different. You wanted something unique. First time for everything, right? I mean, I mean, it was still pretty unique and stuff, you know. It was still good. Obviously, you got to take care of everyone, safety over everything else. But yeah, I mean, I, it so, wasn't bad. So the fact that it happened was good enough. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah definitely. Whatever they had to work with, you know, they made the best of it. I would say that. Bro. You saw some people had, like, freaking parties, you know, during the draft night. And I totally understand, but it was, like, you know, 50-plus gatherings. 50 plus people gatherings. At so, a house party, you know? Yeah. Then next week they're going to be, uh, hey, so and so tested positive for Corona. Oh, I wonder how that happens. Mm. Just knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> I sounded 100% like steel. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes, sir. Hey, you got to take what you can get, right? <laughs> but I guess uh, my question would be who is your favorite pick? Not saying the most surprising, but who is just your favorite? to see get picked? Jeez, uh, where do I start? I mean, I followed these college players since high school, you know. It was so hard to pick. Okay. But but I tell you, um, I really love Obi Toppin, you know. Uh, the time that he played in Dayton, highlight reel, Mr. Dunk, uh, the next reincarnation of Dominique Williams, uh, hopefully. Wilkins, I mean, Wilkins, Dominique Wilkins. And, you know, I like his style. You know, he's very emotional, you know. Um, Brian, I mean, you're from New York. Do people get emotional like that? I'm not calling you guys out. But. Not emotional, but, you know, when you get to play for your hometown city, of course you're going to get emotional. That's literally your dream. 
But you also got to admit, like, New York Knicks fans haven't been exactly smart with it. Like, remember back when they drafted Christoph Porzingis and there was about 900 videos calling this guy the worst pick ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. so. I feel like Knicks fans are just glad, you know. They, they got something good this year. And they got no foreigner that's just like, hey, and, and we'll just get you out of nowhere. The best part is you guys did uh, release uh, Taj Gibson and – Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Bobby the other? Portis. Yeah, Bobby Portis, and just you know, now you're just gonna have Julius Randle and Obi Toppin basically as your four or five. Which is, yeah. if you're gonna yeah. do that, do that. Don't don't have assets. I yeah. mean, these these were some of the uh, players that got uh, released to make for the uh, salary cap, right? Yeah. yeah. For the most part, or just you know realizing that Obi Toppin and Randle are gonna be your one two in terms of front court. Got you. For me, um, it definitely had to be, you know, Lamella Ball, just watching that man get picked um, and then just see his dad, you know, when Alonzo uh, got drafted, he was like, the guy asked him, Jeff Goodman, Goodman asked him, you know, how high do you think uh, Lamella will um, get drafted? And he said, I wear a hat saying, I told you so. And if you look back at the picture, it says, I told you so after, uh, <laughs> after Lamella got drafted. So I was like, that's pretty cool. I am waiting in terms of that for that one-on-one between Le, Le, uh, between Lamar. Jordan and Lamar. Lamar, yeah. Lamar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because remember, Lamar said, oh, I'll destroy him now easily. So yeah. I'll beat him 11-0. Now, I, I want that now. I want the, I want MJ just to stop the practice, bring in Lamar and just call it. Yeah, it should be like a pay-per-view like, matchup. <laughs> you know how much money they will make? Easily, like, oh my! God. Easily, like two point five million. Easily, yeah, but they'll die on the quarter. Like it's just one and one. That's fine. They get three timeouts each. That's straight yeah. games to eleven, just so they don't die. Yeah, <laughs> you you got to make it seven for them. You know they're they're kind of getting old. You know, not everybody's Vince Carter or anything. You know, yeah. regardless, my favorite choice because I think it was probably the best deal was the Magic's piss up Cole Anthony. Really? I think Cole yeah. Anthony should have been the top 10 pick. Really? I think the yeah. fact that he dropped down to 15, if I'm correct, 15? Yeah, 15. Yeah, 15th pick. And he's going to be alongside Markel Fultz. He's going to be a young part of a such a young, energetic core. That's really just one piece away from being championship contenders because they have a great big man in Vucevic. Jonathan okay. Isaac. Jonathan Isaac was defensive player of the year before he injured himself. You know, That's he recovers back. Great athletic high-energy guy in Aaron Gordon. You have Markel Fultz, who is starting to actually play like his pick caliber. He's this, coming back up there, yeah. Yeah. So this is a great pick for Cole Anthony, who is a two-way guard, a good mm-hmm. defensive player, good playmaker. And the, the fact that he went to 15th, why? I think because his time at he slept on. Yeah, his time at UNC. I think that kind of I won't say messed him up, but just you know, they weren't winning a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. But you, you say that, but then Ben Simmons wasn't winning at LSU or wherever the hell he went. Yeah, and he and he was dropping great numbers, and he got picked first overall. Yeah. So why hey, no, not Cole Anthony? Don't get me wrong. I'm glad we got Cole Anthony. I'm ready to go get me a ring, but you know. We'll see what happens. Uh, 
Yes. I mean, obviously, besides the heat picking up precious, which I thought is, I'm not even trying to say like a chua, a chua, whatever. Pa, I love pa. He's a good ass. He's a good ass choice. I think that's great. Obviously, I would have loved Ob better, but precious will fit beautifully into the heat organization. Hopefully, I'm happy with that. But I think the best pick was Orlando Magic with Cole Anthony. I think he's a. I think Precious is a more polished Derrick Jones Jr. I think so, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. It's funny because um, the Heat just traded Derrick Jones Jr. not too long ago. So we didn't trade him. Trade signed, renewed contract. But yeah, he signed. He's out of the Heat years. anyways. That's what I was saying. Meaning, like you know, you just kind of you know put a piece right in uh, to get. To replace literally just swapped in, swapped out exactly. Well, who do you think any teams? hmm, How do I phrase this? Do you think any teams made the wrong draft choice? Yes, agreed. I I think there's a plenty of them. But if I had to say one, and this is one of my favorite teams, the Phoenix Suns. I I really like the Phoenix Suns. But you know, and not just not just this year, also last year. Not not knocking down Cam Johnson, but Cam Johnson got picked ninth overall last year. I mean, that was literally out of nowhere. Um, and I mean, he didn't do bad, but it's just still they could have got other players that could help them. And then this year picking um, Jalen Smith at number 10. It's like, you know, how many big men do you need when, you know, they still have uh, Darko Sarge, um, was Aiton. it? Uh, Aiton. Yeah. Um, like and other forwards. Yeah, maybe Frank Kaminsky. Like, you still have other forwards, big Frank men. Frank Kaminsky. Yeah, and I mean, now Cam is starting, don't get me wrong, and I, I don't know if they expect Jalen to start too um, or to replace him, but I mean, I just think that was just an early pick, and you could have got uh, something else at ten, you know, to to help out, maybe a forward or something. I don't know who would have been there at the time, but I just think that wasn't a good pick. Hmm. How about uh, you, Brian? I don't know. Honestly, I actually think I, I just go based on lottery because I still the lottery is like you, know, you don't really care at the same time. But I honestly think that everybody picked what they actually needed. Especially like the first fourteen, so I feel like everybody, you know. Although you say Jalen Smith's, you know, not what they actually need in sense of like big man, I feel like it's still a good pickup because, especially for the Suns, you know, they got all these guards now. Chris Paul, you got uh, Booker, you know, they need the size. Mm-hmm. Aiden's been injured before, I believe. I think so. I'm not. Really he also too. had that suspension. Yeah. Oh, that suspension. That's what it was. But you know. He's basically not mentally tough, in my opinion. I don't think he's mentally tough. So having, you know, another forward there, I guess it will motivate everybody around, you know, play better. So but I still think that everybody picked what they actually needed throughout the draft. Got you. Moose? Uh, I'm trying to figure out the name, so give me one second. I'm just trying. So uh, give me one second just to find the name. But this guy was – the conference's player of the year, and he was not drafted. Really? Yeah. For so which, which conference? I'm trying to find it real quickly. It wasn't 
it wasn't like one of the top fives, but it was still, I think, um, like the USA Conference or something like that. USA Conference player not drafted. Whatever, I'll find I'll find it and I'll bring this up later. But I think that the fact that the, someone that was a player of the year wasn't drafted, kind of, kind of ridiculous. Okay. okay. Well, well, I'll find that story. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Uh, no, that was the uh, hindsight of the draft. But now I want to move well, over to. What about to, you? Oh, me. What about you, John? What was your? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. You know, I tried to avoid it. <laughs> Anyways, Playboy. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, do my uh, compelling uh, research on the uh, collegiate, you know, athletes, and you know, as they move to the professional level, I feel like all the choices really made the all the teams made the choices that they had to do. Granted. You know, uh, Cole Anthony, like mentioned earlier, he was supposed to be a higher pick. Oh, anyways, I'm stuck. My brain hurts. Anyways. It's a hard work. Put it on a desk. <laughs> Hopefully I'll get back to you later if I feel like it. But I promise you, I try to dodge it everywhere I can, you know? <laughs> but moving on to uh, the uh, very compelling side of basketball in the professional league, at least, free agency. Started not too long ago. We saw teams make big money moves. We saw players get tra- drafted through, uh, to their future teams. We saw a lot of um, trade and signing trades or signing trade or trade extensions. And I just wanted to ask out of all the teams that you saw, and I mean, it's not over because the deadlines in February 6th, I believe, or the trade deadline, mm-hmm. who won so far after a week or so of free agency? Um, the wrong answers um, only. Wrong answers only, wait. <laughs> Wrong answer only, then it's definitely the Hornets. The Hornets okay. won No, 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 no. <laughs> maybe, yes, maybe they overpaid Gordon Hayward a lot, but I don't think they lost in the free agency. I, I doubt they, they lost. What, what do you mean? They, they overpaid the past three players, or sorry, past two players. You know, the last time they overpaid someone was back in 2000 or something like that. But they overpaid Terry Rozier, who is not – who is 100% overrated? His all that no, no, he's not overrated. What? He's a good all role the player. That he was going to drop 20 plus. He was going to be an all star. Bull crap. Okay? I don't know who said that. All the people that. that said that he should leave and go somewhere else. When he's like, oh, this is now Terry Rogier's team. Devontae Graham's their best player. And, he, you know, he was what? No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not. Exactly Miles my Bridges. point. Yep. Yeah. Miles, yeah. Miles, 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 I don't know. What has Mel Bridges done? Are, are you calling Miles the Hornets a fan base frauds? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. I I like I I like your opinion, Amus. You're coming from like I understand where you're coming from. I definitely do. I don't think they're losers. And and I agree. I agree. I definitely think they overpaid uh Hayward. 
because I mean he's he's injury prone. Even in the bubble, he was injured, and I mean, but at the same time, the Pacers were willing to pay him. So that just lets you know. I don't know about his market, but people still value his leadership or game or something. Well, I mean, I just like the fact that once he declined his player option, he got an even more expensive, more profitable deal. So I do like his way. You know, as an agent, you got to get the money, right? So that's what he did. He got the money. And if he doesn't perform, he can always be traded, right? Same thing with uh, think, Rondo. Yeah. I definitely think, it, not not in a negative sense or a positive sense, I think the Hawks did too much, meaning, okay, and you got to listen to me. They had a nice young team uh, I'm before. Listening, I'm listening. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I got you. They had a nice young team, even drafting Oneka. Um, you know, he could have played the bench or he could play with Clint Capella. That's cool. And then they got Gallinari. That's cool. And then, because then you had DeAndre Hunter, yeah. you had Cam Reddish, you had Kevin Hunter, uh, Hunter or something, and it's still with Trey Young. Too. Um, exactly. So then, you know, going out to get, well, not then going out to get Bogdanovich, I feel like, um, not saying you're limiting people's potential, but then you have a starting lineup of Young, Bogdanovich, Gallinari, um, blah 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 blah, and you know, you're just you're limiting Reddish, Hunter. Oh, you know, now you got Rondo off the bench, which is good. Onyeka. Um, so I'm not saying negative, not saying it's a negative way, but just like I feel like they kind of bit off more than. You think they have too many young pieces and not an, and like not enough time? No, I think with the additions of Clint and Rondo, like just a few, you don't need your whole lineup to be veterans. Not saying that's a good thing or bad thing, but you know, I you you drafted Cam and. Cam and Hunter within what uh, the first fifteen picks or ten picks. So it's like you're using money to what that's going to sit on the bench for you. Like I don't know. I just I don't know. But they have millions, you know. So what can I say? So you just see like a wasted, not a waste opportunity, but like you really have to fight for your money, especially with a team that has that young core. Exactly, and I'm not expecting them to win this year next year but definitely in a couple of years like with that young core you could you know pay super max young and then you know pay everyone what they need to be and then as the chemistry builds you go out and win something okay question for you Bryce since you're talking about the Hawks so far they made all the big changes big moves all that you, you I'm sure you're aware now with this upcoming season 72 games Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Hawks can at least go to the playoffs this season? I think they can at least go to the playoffs. Not a high seed, like, you know, six under, maybe seven and eight, possibly. But I think they could definitely make the so playoffs. So, like, barely, but better than what they have done throughout the years. Yes. Okay. Anybody else agree with Hawks going to the playoffs? They're going to be borderline because – I mean, the East is going to be tough now with hopefully a healthy Brooklyn team with hopefully a healthy Washington team. So now that's, that's, a, that's a team that's going to easily get a higher seed than seventh and Washington who's going to fight for a top six seed basically because now they have Wall and Bradley Beal if none of them get traded. 
So they didn't wall one out of Washington. Like, no, no, no. I don't. I don't think. No, no, no. I think that there was rumors that was appearing that he wanted to leave um, Washington, but he's when asked personally, he said that he wanted to stay, and he got pissed off at um, at people that were trying to set up those rumors. No comment. No comment. Yeah, yeah. No so comment. like the room, the rumor was that like people were trying to trade Westbrook for Wall. Yeah. Yeah. And he was super upset about that because I and I think he does want to stay in Washington. I think he wants to be one of those longevity guys. But yeah. yeah. Plus, like you know, not saying he should get traded. I think he should stay in Washington. But no one's willing to take on that forty plus million dollar contract. Miami is. They always finesse somehow to make everything work out. I really don't want Giannis. I'm, I'm not going to say no to him, but I don't want to go after him that, as badly. But you that's know, a different story. That's a different funny story. Thing, the funny thing is, like, I saw a, a, a rumor, whatever, that, you know, if you guys don't get Giannis, your next um, option would be De'Aaron Fox early in the day. And then later that day, De'Aaron gets a super mad, gets a max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which we, we can pay that off. We have the cast phase. The Kings gave him a five-year max. And not too long ago, Bam had a five-year max. So By the way, the winner from this free agency is the draft class of 2017. Those boys are getting paid. Everybody getting paid. Those no, but that's the that's the draft class of 2017. Um, ben Simmons got a huge ass contract. Deon, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Bam Tatum. Adebayo, got huge huge ass contract. Mitch, uh, Donovan Mitchell and uh, Jason, Jason Tatum, me, huge ass contract. The draft class of 2017 is banking right now. Yeah, and like you know, I think it's just crazy. Not not saying they're not worth it, but like how. You can go from you know your rookie contract. Let's say you're making, uh, four I think it's mil. like yeah, it's like five mil for like, like yeah over over like four years or just over the time period. I, I think so it's like I think it's a three year. I think for rookies, it's a four year contract with a third year option. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's like four years, twenty million, like yeah. something like that. Yeah, based on what so, like what drafts you are, like number. Yeah. So like you know you go from making. Five million, you know, a year. Then all of a sudden, boom! You're making thirty-nine million, almost you're, forty million. You're making fifty mil. Exactly. Like, how how does that happen? It's like, how does that happen? You play but, and you get paid good. Yeah. You just gotta be up to par. And I think I like the fact that most of these people from class 2017, they're primarily getting uh, extensions. I mean. Yeah. Did you think in the NBA that you thought you were going to make this much money like Bryce said? No, but it's certainly it's nice to have, you know. A, if, I, if I'm in the NBA, I'm expecting to make a, a minimum 200 mil. When are you, you going to get a Be a career? Uh, well, I mean, in like my contract, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get drafted next year? No, I'm, I'm retired, bro. Listen, I, like, I retired early because I want to keep Michael Jordan as the greatest of all time. You know? Oh, agreed. agreed. Okay. Moose is gonna get drafted as a coach. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have that Doc Rivers where they just trade me to another team. See, that's what they did with Boston. 
They they legitimately just traded Doc Rivers. How do you think? Um, if you think about it, Doc's back in the East, so hopefully good things. Yeah. Well, he hasn't really done that well in the East either, so. Huh? Huh? Can you say that louder for the most I said he hasn't really done that well in the East, you know, with great teams. Uh, Boston, Boston fans beg to differ. Uh, one championship in five years when he had a great big three and an up-and-coming superstar like Rondo. I'm sure Boston, I'm sure the Nets would take that. I'm sure the Knicks would love that. I mean, a lot of teams would love that, but for someone to be like, oh, he's the greatest of all time, like, no. Oh, yeah, no, no, he's not the greatest of all time. Yeah, um, yeah, but, but my question. I think he's overrated. He's overrated. Got you. Um, how do you think him and Daryl Moore will work out the 76ers? I feel like they're just about to blow that up. Like, after trading Al Horford, of course. Well, I have no idea. Because it's, it's whether you want to build around Simmons or Embiid. That, that's where the struggle becomes. Or if you just want to start all over and trust the process again. Well, so yeah, you have already, really three already options. confirmed it in their uh, new city jerseys. You know, okay. the TTP? Yeah. It's there. Test the process. Okay. I think they'd rather just, if, you know, everything works out. If they were just to trade, they obviously trade away, you know, I think they'll trade away Ben Simmons just because, you know, he can't obviously shoot and try to try to trade him to the Rockets to get James Harden. But, you know, that ain't going to really happen. But that, that's honestly what I think. Well, first of all, they're, they're not going to trade. Like, the Rockets are in no way in hell going to trade James Harden for Ben Simmons when they have Westbrook. Yeah. Those are yeah. two ball handlers that suck at the three-point line when their yeah. whole entire offense is built on three-point shots. That and don't get me wrong, James Harden's a great player. Do not get me great wrong. Great offensive player. But, yeah, but no one's willing to take on that contract where I think, what, in the next year or two, he's going to make 50 mil. Like one person on your on your roster is gonna make fifty million. Like that's yeah. that's crazy. But hey, I'm looking forward to what the Pelicans do though. Honestly, the, the Pelicans, Pelicans and the Thunder, the Pelicans and Thunder might be the two the two teams that won the most this offseason or this free agency because they have. I think the Thunder have 20 first-round picks in the next seven years, yeah. and the Pelicans have, like, 15. The amount, the amount of movement you can do with those picks of whether just building or just creating a super team now is scary. Well, I would say Sam Presti's really living the dream. I mean, oh my Sam, Sam Presti was able to get a first-round draft pick from Danny Green, who everyone says was complete trash, yeah. but Wow. That is impressive. I was shocked for that trade. That was, he, he had I was literally a masterpiece. Like, how do you do that? He, he somehow convinced Rob Palenka, just like, yo, whatever you do, just give me that first round pick. You know, I'll do anything. He, he for, he for Kobe. Oh, ooh, ooh. yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> you still say that? God. Anyways. Jonathan, who, or actually, Brian, have you said your winners yet? I'll, although Bryce said the Hawks, you know, saying that, like, the veteran stuff, I think they won the most just because of that Bogdanovich, like, uh, pickup. Because if, you know, if he didn't sign. Oh, Bobo? Hmm? Oh, no, 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 no. 
Um, oh, the the Kings, Bogdanovich. Yeah, that the Kings. I, I was thinking Boban. My bad. Yeah, I always say that because he could have ended up on the Bucks, and the Bucks could have been way better than they already are. Even I feel if, like that's why the Hawks actually won, in my opinion. But even if he ended up in the Bucks, the Bucks lost too much. They have no depth anymore. Yeah, they gained no. Drew Holiday, which is fantastic. That is definitely an upgrade from Eric Bledsoe and George uh, George Hill. But at the same time, you gave up a lot for Drew Holiday. You gave up mm. a pick. You gave up two good players. Eric Bledsoe is a good scoring point yeah. guard. George Hill is a good two-way guard. George Hill is a good two-way guard. Like, these aren't scrubs. These aren't, you know. Yeah, honestly, I didn't think Drew Holiday is that good. Oh, y'all sleep? Don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on oh, him. No, I'm, I'm not saying he's trash, but, like, I, I think they gave up too much for a guy that they don't really need. Agreed. I think they could have got, honestly, I think if you just did George Hill, Eric Bledsoe, and Drew, like, for Drew Holiday, that would have been perfect, like right I, there. But I don't even think the Bucks really needed Drew Holiday. Why did they need Drew Holiday? They didn't, but you know, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, they did. If they would have gone after Bogdanovich, yeah, but why? Why go after Drew Holiday? Your weakness wasn't the guard position. No, it was the bench. No, the it shooting. was the bench, and you just yeah. got rid of two people that were really good off your bench. Mm-hmm. But then again, yeah, the Bucks messed up ever since they let go of uh, Brogdon. So it's like yeah. sure brought Malcolm. Yeah. Oh Malcolm Brogdon. They messed up ever since then. You let him go. That was your point guard for you know the rest of the years. Yeah. If he was in the playoffs now, who would have know how that heat and buck series would have won? Oh no, we still would have kicked their ass. Still won. I think the fifth on that one. We had Giannis's number to a T. Yeah. Okay, he was still dropping twenty points, <clears throat> but he was now missing an extra ten shots. Those extra ten shots equal twenty points for us. But gets. I don't know. Yeah, I got you. And then plus Jerry Crowder and freaking um, Iguodala both shot lights out in that series. So that was just. But can we big. also t- can we also talk about how the Warriors? Uh, kudos to Bob Myers. Oh my goodness! Like just everyone's coming back healthy. R not R P, but sorry about Clay. You know, just things that happen. But See? now you have Curry. You have Wiggins. CBH, you have come back Uber. healthy. Yeah, come back healthy. CBH. Uh, Ubre, um, Green, Wiseman, uh, Pascal, Poole. Like, I think, you know, the, the Warriors are definitely coming back to make a statement now. They're, they're going to be a, definitely a playoff team, and it's a scary team, but I don't think they're going to go much farther. Than I think they could make it to the finals. Like, if they play the cards right, cards right. Oh, no. Eastern, sorry, Western, Western, West, not finals, Western Conference finals. Let me Western stay that back. Western, yeah, Western, my bad, sorry. I feel like Western they, Conference. They had to play a totally different game, though. Curry's <clears throat> literally basically be the one taking most of the threes. I know yeah. Kelly can shoot and all that. Kelly's an all right shooter. can't shoot at all. So it's yeah. like, how is he going to Yeah, win? so that's two people that can't shoot because, you know, Draymond Green can hit the side of the backboard and that'll be good. Yeah, that's another thing. He has this moment where he goes one of five, and that's the greatest thing ever. I still yeah. won't leave that man open. I, I would. Oh, yeah, I'll gladly leave him open. Well, watch him yakking in your face like Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he can yak him. Then the other seven times when he's just, like, you know, get down because it's about to be a brick. Yeah, I'll be glad. Definitely. Yeah, he'll do the same for you and him talking your face. <laughs> Fine. Go, go. Talk shit in front of my face and go one to seven from three point line. Bet. This is a Christian show. Bet. What? 
I just signed up for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a free agent, bro. I, I ain't gonna do anything about real Yeah, I need a supermax contract for real. Yeah, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the veteran minimum to keep you guys in. <laughs> if we doing this podcast E for everyone, I better get a crazy contract. <laughs> At least give me a, you look back, you get one. <laughs> I need a buzzer so I can you know make this E for everyone. Honestly, I'm gonna get this. The staples easy butter. Don't worry. We'll we'll fix it somehow. Now, um, I kind of want to detour to another popular team. Uh, Okay, first of all, my option on who or opinion who won the free agency has to be the Lakers. That's just me. Uh, You know, Lakers. What? They lost so much in Rondo and Bradley. They and picked up everybody three. else. Like, but like those, they don't. They didn't really need scoring. They had a, such a great offensive team. They lost they, all. They lost half they, of their defense. They, they needed scoring. How, why, how did they need scoring? Why? They were they were the top five offense. Like they were a top ten offensive team. They had the playmaking ability, and this is where Rondo is kind of underrated. Like, yeah, Rondo's not a scorer, but the fact of his playmaking ability just shined everyone up, you're not going to get that from Schroeder. Yeah, Schroeder is a bucket. He will make moves, but this now becomes kind of isolation basketball, and it's not going to work long term. I mean, isn't their play style kind of like oscillation or high pick and roll? Yeah, high, high pick and roll, but, but Schroeder is kind of a one-on-one man. He don't need a pick and roll. And LeBron, half the time, doesn't even use a pick and roll anymore. He just drives in, kicks it out, complains to someone he doesn't get a foul called. <laughs> Agreed. So, I, mean, I, like, I, do, I do like the pickup of Marcus Solo for, for the Lakers. That's honestly a good pickup. Yeah. I will agree that – although I do agree that the Marcus Solo is a upgrade from Dwight. It's – and Mont- I don't know why, but I don't feel that they really won with Montrose Harrell. For some weird reason, I think they got a hustler. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if he doesn't, you know, necessarily score that much, or whatever, they got a hustler. Like, they got a dog for real. Um, they got a dominant person and the yeah. paint. And with Marcus Saul, I mean, pretty much, I see him as an uh, even unhealthier, unpolished uh, Nikola Jokic, just a young, uh, older, <laughs> older. <laughs> <laughs> Older Nikola Jokic, yeah. The Spanish version, yeah. Hey, yeah it's, Spanish it's, it's called loyalty to the team, okay? I respect that from Bryce. <laughs> I respect it from Bryce, you know? He's got to represent. How's it going? Now, um, speaking of Marcus, I uh, recently uh, read an interview from an article stating on why he joined the Lakers. Simply, he wanted to have another shot at the championship run, and he felt like the Raptors couldn't do it. Now, Agreed. do you think that everybody who joined that team since free season over, do you feel like they'll make that a change or have that same motive while going to the Lakers? And just referring to other picks, like, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. No, the Lakers obviously, you know, are the, the team to beat this year. You know, they have the target on their back. So, yeah, it, it makes sense that you would want to go to that. Will he get the right numbers and possibly playing time? Maybe not, but 
if he just wants a ring and he's ring chasing, the Lakers are definitely one of the top choices. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, definitely agree. Okay. And you know, shout out to shout out to Tampa Bay hosting the Raptors. That's all I gotta say. I'm still shout not a fan yeah. though. Shout out, shout out to Tampa. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, Bryce, how does it feel to be on the same level as like Los Angeles to have two uh, NBA teams in your city? Well, the other one's still an hour and a half away, but yeah, you mean. yeah, but but it's it's what basically your city. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're still, you're above still... Miami. Look at that. You're on the yeah. level of like Los Angeles and New York. Hey, pe- hey, people come to party out here. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like heavy traffic. <laughs> for real. Like, if, you, if whoever, you know, whoever's been to Amelie Arena, like, it's literally, like, it's a great downtown area, but it's like, bro, traffic's just a. Email dog. So don't go on yeah. game day. Got you. Yeah, don't go on game day. But, you know, it's just like to what you're referring to, Moose, like, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers are still both playoff contender teams. Magic, don't get me wrong, is my team, and I don't want to be a hater, but I don't think they've done enough to – honestly, even – they're probably going to have to play a game in to fight for the ace spot. Um, and the Raptors are probably – they're fighting for mid-tier. Like, the Raptors are not what they used to be with Kawhi, of course, and, you know, Lowry's They also older. lost Ibaka, too. So Ibaka, Gasol – um, I mean, now they're they're much younger, um, so they're like a mid tier team probably. So it's like LA is the winning side, and we're the we're the mediocre side. <laughs> I don't think um, Nick Nurse cares about all that rah rah. You know, I think all he really cares <clears throat> is that on an OB gets to sign more. But I think um, that's the main focus. Uh, and Obi's. N- trash um but i think we have probably the best the raptors and the magic probably have the best um developmental um team yeah developmental team in the in the nba got you well <clears throat> and uh so don't you like talking about uh, Tampa so much? Let's uh, bring Tampa down. Uh, let's switch over to uh, football. And okay, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm so ready. What do you want to talk about? I mean, you you I'm, was missing. I'm, I'm going to go get some know? water. This this seems to All take right. a while. Give me a, I'm going to go get some water. I'll be right back because this is going to take a while. <laughs> All I want to say is like, you know, shout out to the Colts. You know, I saw Colts doing their thing against Green Bay. Colts is definitely doing their thing. Um, don't diverge from it, you know. I'm, I'm not, I'm about to, this, <laughs> right here, yeah, right here. See, that's the team, that's the team. And I don't think y'all can see my shirt, but I'm wearing a Tampa Bay Buck shirt, old school. Yeah, um, just, just send so, that shirt, bro. And no, it's okay. I'm, I'm proud about my team, I'm happy about my team. The people I don't like is Bruce Arians, because Bruce Arians is talking out his, you know, butt right now, putting pressure on Tom Brady, like Tom Brady don't know what he's doing. My man knows he's, what he's doing. So Bruce Arians need to calm down. What I also don't like is these New Orleans fans thinking they all good and stuff. They not good. They not good. I don't care if I'm 0-2 against the Saints. 
we not we but we you know pre pre broke um you said uh, we broke like breeze not proud of them i am proud of them we did a bounty on drew breeze don't at me um so um i don't think you should be saying that when this is going to go on the internet I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Didn't Sean Payton and this exactly? But I mean, I'm not a part of the organization. I promise you, I'm not. I'm not on payroll. You mentioned New Orleans. That's only right to mention that. You know. Anyway, well, all I gotta say, yes, we've lost to uh, the Saints twice. We've lost it to the Bears. We've lost Bears. to, um, and I think we've lost to uh, the Monday night to the Rams. Um, I think with me, we know Tom Brady is a tight end quarterback. He is a quarterback that loves throwing short to intermediate passes. He's not a, a deep throw thrower. Um, so, you know, him trying to do that is not bad, but, you know, Tom Brady's not in his heyday anymore. Tom Brady's 43, not knocking on him. But, you know, it's not like, you know, you right. need to force the ball. Yeah. I will say this much is that Tom Brady will now increase his touchdown lead over Drew Brees. That is true. Yeah. If, so I, I don't know about that, Jonathan. You know, you should maybe. No, it's, it's all right, you know, though. We, we can have Taysom Hill and uh, me and myself pick up the slack, you know, add that to the records. I mean, don't get me wrong. I saw you guys were mad that y'all didn't start, you know, yourself, but if I think it's the best thing because James wants to be throwing picks, and I can say that from personal experience. Yeah, if, you, if you think about it, uh, you know, not dragging or stomping on Tom Brady as much as I want to, he he went what five for five that game? Maybe, yeah. But I still believe in the Bucks. Don't get me wrong. I still think, even though in the NFC we're probably you know if the playoffs were to start now we're probably fifth or sixth seed, um, but I still think we are the better teams. I think we're better than Green Bay. I still think we're better than the Rams, even though we lost. And, you know, people can debate that. Um, the Saints, I still think we're better. Um, that's that's uh, my opinion, not just that's, as a Bucks that's, fan, that's, that's but as a – No, not just as a Bucks fan, but as a, as a NFL fan. Like, don't get me wrong. Our defense is probably, like, seriously holding us down. Our offense is just we're – not, we're not mixed in. The Saints are definitely mixed in. That's kudos to you guys for chemistry. But honestly, like if we were mixed in, pfft, telling you, I'm I telling mean, you. What what week are you guys in? Like in NFL week twelve, any guys still aren't mixed in? Well, not as much as the Saints are. You guys have been together for at least two, three years, maybe four, as long as Kamara's been in. So you guys have been in that system already. You guys haven't changed quarterbacks, haven't changed running backs. You just added Sanders. That's one receiver to your other wide receiver cores. On your defensive, you only added Quan onto your and Malcolm Jenkins to your, you know, already already had um, Cameron Jordan and all those other people. So it's like we have literally a whole new, um, a lot of running backs, a lot of wide receivers, two new safeties. Uh, so it's just a new system for everybody. Todd Bowles, this is his first year as, I think, defensive coordinator for the Bucks. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. You guys are winning. You guys are ahead of the NFC South, but I still think we are the better team. So, you guys aren't 
climbing out of NFC South. Is that what you're trying to say? You're climbing out of NFC South? We're still second, but we are definitely climbing out the NFC. Uh, you know what, team? I mean, it's kind of a th- I'm sorry, go ahead, John. If you win every every um, game after your bye week, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. And, I mean, if things were to stop right now, we would have to play the team who wins the NFC East. And we all know out of the Cowboys, the uh, the Washington football team, the Eagles, et cetera. Literally we all can four teams. Yeah, they yeah. All, we can they win just, that game. So then they, after they, that. They change week by week. Yeah. They, oh, change, but, they change yeah. hour by hour. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's literally so sad how close that division is. Exactly. How, so like how we, bad all their records are. It's just we so can bad. beat that division. That's not a that's not a question. It's just like after that, whoever else wants to, you know, an ass whooping can come get it. You know, you know what? You know who's a dark horse in the NFC? Who? The Colts. Ain't that right, Brian? They're the they're uh, I think they're the AFC though. Yeah, AFC. Oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> my bad. We're gone. They're still a dark horse. I just, I just tried not get caught up. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were gonna say the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are dark horse. Honestly. Hey. Everybody's is. looking at them, but not as much as you know the Bugs, Saints, all these other teams. Like, yeah, they're definitely if, sneaking up. If uh this is what I you know hope for. If the Seahawks can get rid of the Cardinals. We can take care of the Seahawks. I know we can because, uh, you know, the offense definitely is good, but their defense is solely slacking. Yeah. And if Green Bay – Seattle's defense does so tremendously. Yeah. And if Green Bay, you know, not saying it's going to happen again, can take care of the New Orleans Saints, I think, again, we can beat Green Bay. Not saying this is definitely a definite because I don't know the future. Yeah, but if, you need right, what are you basing your win against Green Bay against? Uh, I think it was 31 to 10. Uh, last time we played them, and game. oh, That's and your... then, but then they beat you though. So I mean, I mm, we don't know, huh? Who cares? We just have to who find out. Us if we beat you twice. Okay, then who cares if you beat us twice? If the game that really matters is the NFC Championship. You gotta show yeah. when it matters. That's when yeah. it matters. Exactly. Oh, we can go zero and sixteen, play you in the championship, and win and. That one in sixteen can mean the whole world. With, with the way Tom Brady's been playing and multiple interceptions in the last, I believe, three games, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you guys are gonna do it. You might just hey, choke. Bryce, a quick question: mm. Do you would you rather have Ronald Jones Jr. or Fournette as like the main running back? Uh, me personally, yeah. Uh, I think I like Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rojo, you know, Ronald Jones Jr. has definitely been RJJ, doing thing. Yeah. yeah, RJJ has definitely been doing his thing. But me personally, I would, I wouldn't mind Leonard Fournette, you know, taking more, you know, runs and things like that. Okay, I was just curious about that. That's all. Yeah, because you know he was doing fantastic in Jacksonville. Then obviously he got into what it was it an injury or some suspension. No, it just. Uh, I don't think he really got injured. It's just, you know, him and the coach just didn't agree, him and management, and they just he was slack yeah. cut him, yeah. yeah. And then he went to, you know, the Bucks, which I thought, oh, this is perfect. They don't have – no, they barely have a running game. And, you know, they have all these offensive pieces. Having all these offensive pieces in terms of wide receivers will be great for a running back. And this is where Bruce Aarons, like, I just don't match with him. And, you know, he's a head coach. I'm just a fan. But – 
we should have started not, nothing against RJJ. We should have started Fournette. We brought him in for a reason. Uh, we didn't bring him in just to be a backup. Like you don't go from having four consecutive a thousand yard seasons to becoming a backup. That just does not happen. Yeah. Plus you don't pay a backup like that. Exactly. And then, you know, bringing in AB, I mean, I have nothing against him, but now he's taking reps yeah. against uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Scotty Miller, uh, and Justin Evans, and then also with the um, him trying to force the deep ball, I mean, that's just not Tom Brady's game. You can't force a system into a quarterback that, you know, for 20-plus years, he's been throwing short passes, these screen passes, well, mid-passes. Let, let Brady throw the deep ball when you have threats like Antonio Brown and Mike Evans and Godwin for a deep post. Surely they can catch it. If, yeah, if I'm, I'm going to be real, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather throw to uh, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown at this point. I, I think I think as much as talent and ability Brown has, there's just something like internally that's not making him play the way he was in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if he wants to be the slot receiver, bet. Give Mike Evans the deep balls, the cross routes, all that good stuff. Let Antonio Brown work his magic as a two or even three wide receiver. I'll put him at the three. I like that one. <laughs> oh, got me fired up. Ryan, why, why do you think the Colts are going to win the uh, AFC East? I don't know. We just got, you know, we just keep moving forward. If we can get lucky th- through games like the Packers, honestly, I believe in anything now. Yeah, that but- game. As long as you consider that game luck. Oh, of course. Like a fumble like that at the end of the game. Two fumbles actually. Oh, I remember the one that uh, uh Shepard uh fumbled the uh kick return or punt return. I don't remember. I mean, granted, I, I don't I don't remember if they scored, but it was still a fumble. Yeah, also like the running game, Jonathan Taylor keeps, you know. As long as you know, at least 80, I'll be satisfied. Okay. Let's, um, let's also do another uh, recap for week 11. No, I mean, Moose, uh, what I want to talk about is uh, Toa being benched. And you guys can chime in too, but uh, what are your thoughts about it? Is it something it's, you should really worry about? It's a weird about, situation because I don't fully understand it because for me, and I'll admit this. I was one of the few people that didn't believe Tua should have played right away. I thought that having Fitzpatrick and him playing that well and, you know, and him looking good and our defense looking really sharp and all that stuff, I don't understand why we would play Tua. You know, and then the first game, I'm not even going to give him a game versus the Rams because that game was won solely by the defense. Then the next game when it was um, him versus the Cardinals, that was a great game by him. That was fantastic. He moved out of the pocket well. He made pinpoint at, pinpoint passes, deep ball, you know, short passes. He moved outside the pocket well. You know, he ran the ball when he had to. But then this week versus a team that really, really explode, uh, um, exposed their offensive line, he struggled tremendously. And then we bench him? Uh, Who do so you guys we- play against? Sorry. We played against Denver, who has had a great front four, arguably one of the best front fours in the league. Um, and we bench him, 
for for um, Fitzpatrick because you know we believe he's a better uh, two minute guy, but then we still have Tua as our starting quarterback. Isn't the whole point of having started quarterback is to kind of go make him go through trials and tribulations for stuff like this for this two minute warning to see if he really is your starting quarterback? Like so, I'm not a fan of it, and. You know, Brian Flores has done a great job with the team overall. He's kept them motivated. He's kept them energized with all those yeah, trades that he's – with all those trades he's done for picks and all that stuff. So we would have players like we have today that are just full of young energy and wanting to win. He's been great for us. But at the same time, this is kind of very questionable. And I don't like this idea of two-quarterback system. It's not going to work. Agreed. Um, you're playing with – you know, I, I, won't necessarily, I won't necessarily say you're playing with fire, but just that, um, you know, if one doesn't get more reps or one doesn't play full games, like, you throw them off rhythm. Um, it's not just the quarterback that gets thrown off rhythm. It's the everyone in the everyone uh, on the offensive side because there's different – there's little key things and, you know, hiking the ball and setting up little movements and rhythms and the way the ball just – spins just the extra rotation that all the wide receivers are used to. It's just those mm-hmm. small things that can make a huge difference. So because two is lefty. Fit, yeah, two is lefty. right. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the way the little touch, the way it just hits you in the chest or in the hands and stuff, yeah. you know, how, how much of, of it lofts, how much there's actual spin, whether it goes left or right. So, you know, maybe he didn't feel confident with Tua yet, which I didn't feel confident with him at all. Being the starter, he has semi-proven me otherwise. But I, regardless, and I'll stick to it. Fitzpatrick should have stayed as the starting quarterback. So, but we're uh, still gonna we're still gonna make the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. So you know, it doesn't really bother me too much. <laughs> okay. Anybody else want to chime in on that before moving to the other topic? Um, now you got it. Good talk. Got you. Now let's move over to uh, Brian's side of the field. Um, Coach versus Packers, Coach won. Um, I'm not really sure who to uh, really credit it. But overall, coming into that game and after the score of that game, do you feel like the Colts are underrated or maybe you just overrated the Packers? Oh, don't, don't say that you overrated the Packers in front of Steven. Oh, dang. Well, he's not here for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're underrated. I think we're just, you know, playing the field, in my opinion. Like, we're playing how we play. Yeah, like, I, we, I well, agree. We, we know we're good at. You know, we're not the best at rushing. So, you know, we're going to keep throwing it. So that's basically what we've been doing throughout the, you know, course of the season. Running backs, you know, scoring like two, two, three touchdowns a game and rushing every oh. game like 100. It's like, honestly, good at passing the ball. Honestly, I think if, you know, I, I like Philip Rivers. He's one of those like, you know, stories. But if you had a better, you know, IQ, you know, quarterback, um, <laughs> I think you guys would be winning more games and would be. Like, you guys are good where you're at right now, but you would probably transcend more because he's throwing a lot of picks at the same time throwing a lot of touchdowns. So it's like – I think it's like two-to-one ratio, which is which is not the best. 
So, hey, hey Brian, do you think that the defense will keep the Philip Rivers in the game long enough for him to win, or do you think that Philip Rivers needs to pick it up in order to give his defense a break? I mean, I think he has to give. He's got to stop throwing picks, like Bryce said, because if he continues doing that, then the defense is going to keep getting tired. Yeah. And if you go through offenses like how they're going to play Texas, uh, Tennessee next week, you're going to keep having Derrick Henry run the ball, and your defense, you know, they're going to get tired every single play. They also have A.J. Brown, which he's a deep threat. I don't know if you guys – yeah. No, week. A.J. Brown has really Match. blown up these past two, three weeks. Like he just keeps rising each and every week, so which has pissed me off in fantasy tremendously. I say we need to hold the ball longer, at least like ten minutes. You know, do thirteen plays every drive in order to. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot yeah. of plays. So, so you just want to take That's a whole a quarter time. just to score? Yeah, I want to take all the time, honestly. But especially for a team in the division like like the Titans, like games like that where they just run the ball each every play. Like, yeah. It still pisses me off how well Tannehill's doing. So we can credit the coach offense. Well, originally the coach defense, and now as of late the coach offense to win the game against uh, Green Bay Packers. Now, actually, let's credit to I want to say the defense and Rodrigo Blackenship. That's all who? I gotta say. Rodrigo Blackenship, okay. the kicker. Yeah, you like the goggles? Got you. Yeah, goggle man. That's hilarious. Oh, bro, no, he's awesome. I love him. <laughs> it's so funny how you can have a player like that. And then you and see DK like, <laughs> Okay, you saw that picture, right? You saw, like, I love how – I love the NFL because you have these two players and they both play in the same league. It's and it's just – just... And they're both just, just basically as important. Like, yeah, no. Arguably, arguably the Colts kicker has scored more points than the than DK Metcalf. Yeah. Shout Actually, out let me, to the goggles. Let me, let me look that up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that photo is hilarious, though. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, if the Colts win against the Titans, it might seal the division, in my opinion. So, okay, so DK Metcalf has... They, they need to win the next yes. game to really certify... Oh, 63? 63 place. points? Or yeah. no, no. Yeah, six yeah. times nine. Yeah, 63. 54? 54, because it's six times nine. Oh yeah, fifty-four. So, yeah. and we're looking at you forgot math. Where's uh, Colts kicker? He's out of college, I don't blame him. <laughs> Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, yeah. If we win the next game against the Titans, I think that like sort of yeah. certifies the division for us even more. Than well. So, in terms of field goals, so he's made twenty-three field goals. So, and just field sixty, goals, yeah. he scored sixty, uh, sixty-nine points. <laughs> and just field goals. Wow, extra that's, that's without that's without ca- uh, counting the extra kicks. Yeah, that's without counting the extra kick. Yeah, <laughs> man. So Dang, he's on fire. Yeah, bro, he's a he's a walking bucket. Walking bucket. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to them calves. <laughs> no, that man, that man's hilarious. Yeah, I love it though. Oh no, you, that's that's what makes sport, sports beautiful. Yeah. You get DK Metcalf, who looks like the Incredible Hulk in a human form, and then you get Rodrigo, who looks <laughs> like a sales accountant from Sears. Hey. He does have a degree as accountant. Who knows? He probably does. Oh wait, where did he go to? Hold up, I just saw that. Like Georgia. I'm pretty Georgia. sure if you saw him walking, what do you think? Like, hey, that man plays in the NFL. 
He you played, know, there's like this certain uh, stigma. By the way, his nickname is Hot Rod. <laughs> okay. Oh, he played in, yeah, he played in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Hot Rod. He kicked the longest field goal in Rose Bowl history. Wow, hey, congrats. Literally a walking bucket. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, Chief versus Raiders. Man. Now, Go ahead. Sorry. You, you know how it went. <laughs> yeah. Mahomes, Mahomes did his magic. Kelsey was there to catch it. Patrick Mahomes. Raiders. I, Raiders and Derek. Sorry. Carr. He has become a meme of the internet now. Go play with the go play with the neighbor's kid. The neighbor's kid just Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one of the best ones this NFL season so far. You know the, the scary things? Hmm? Oh, I would say you know the scary thing is before he won the Super Bowl, he was like half the season I didn't even know how to read plays. I was just throwing the ball. And he was like the second half of the season. I was reading plays, like reading defensive schemes, and he won the Super Bowl, of course. And then the scary thing is, like, now he knows how to read, you know, defensive schemes, and it's like he's exposing, you know, boom, 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 and you know, it's it's just like it's he's worth every penny. That's all he I have gets, to say. He's he gets all that one undergrowth. So he's like uh, Superman with the sun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Red sun, of course. Anyways. <laughs> um, so the Chiefs won over a very important game against the Raiders because that's the team that gave them the first loss of the season. The only loss of the season. Only loss. Yeah. Might I clarify? Now, the Raiders were up until pretty much last minute because that's something you shouldn't do. Give a minute to a man of important caliber like Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and they won. But the score is kind of what giving me concern. It was a 35-31 victory. Do you believe that maybe somehow in another universe, the Chiefs are in danger of having another loss? Maybe against Tampa Bay next week? Okay, Sorry, Bryce, I just got to laugh. Bryce, 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 don't answer that question. That's a setup. Don't answer the question. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> I'm not go. I mean, you could answer it. But yeah, I mean, um, I wouldn't actually say their defense is bad. Because um, you got you to you gotta think about it. Chris Jones right in the middle. Uh, wait, fun fact, fun fact. I don't know if you guys seen Aaron Donald match up with our center, well, who played left guard for this uh, past two, three games, Ryan Jensen, and he did not allow Aaron Donald a single defensive stat. So, Pete that, Pete that. So, now we're going against Chris Jones, um, another big nose tackle. And, I'm, you know, I'm nervous about him. I'm nervous about Tyrone Matthew, the honey badger. Um, so, it's like – I want to say we can beat them because the defense is like honestly close to Seattle's defense, but it's it's nervous. Like I, I can't give you a definitive answer, but I definitely think our defense can match up with their offense. So you have high hopes on them winning next week. 
Yeah. I do feel really confident that Chief, be, Chief being the Saints in uh, four weeks, though. So. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but they're going to lose the Dolphins. I'm confident. They're going to lose the Dolphins the week before. But I think it'll be a close game like um, like this past week for the Raiders. Not Raiders, for the Chiefs. I think it'll be another close game. Like, we had a close game with the Rams, so – that's what I think it would be. I just know if Mahomes gets the ball in the last, like, three, four minutes, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, I think the uh, the problem with um, Bucks, not problem, but more of their good point is that they really love blitzing, you know? And I think Bucks. the problem is the fact that Mahomes has too much time in the pocket. Oh, yeah. Do you trust... Devin White. Oh, I trust my front seven, period. Like, I just have to put that out there. You, you I trust, trust them to make Mahomes uncomfortable during the oh, entire yes. Oh, oh, yes. I trust them. My secondary, that's a different question. Uh, Carlton Davis is probably is definitely our best corner. He's going to be all pro. Not all pro. He'll be a pro bowler. Let me say that. He'll be a pro bowler. And then with Anton Winfield Jr. and James Whiteside, I just have questions about them. So it's like, you know, once Tyreek Hill hits that streak, it's like, damn, no one can really keep up with him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I am I think they'll definitely give him pressure in the front seven. So would you rather play a lot of man or a lot of zone? We have to play, like, whoever, who, okay, I think we should play zone. No, I think we should play man the whole game because, um, Someone just really got to keep up with Tyreek Hill just running freaking streaks. And then someone's got to keep up. I think Devin White's going to have to freaking bear hug uh, Travis Kelsey because that that man's, I mean, he's definitely the best uh, what, tight what end. He, what needs to happen is that he needs to get, he needs to nut shot Travis Kelsey because that's going to take him out at least one quarter. That'll give the Bucks plenty, um, yeah, the Buccaneers plenty of time defensively to do something. Like, I'm not – that's only three people I'm scared of on offense. I'm not scared of anyone else. Clyde Hillary, They're not scared whatever. of Hardman or um, – No, not at all. Robinson. not scared of Sammy Watkins. No, not at all. It's only I mean, Tyreek Hill, are... Kels, and Mahomes, the GOAT, future GOAT. Ooh, Did you yeah. mention Clyde Edwards Hilaire? I'm not scared of him. Oh. Devin – Devin White, Devin oh. White, and him played together, so I'm ready for him to just give him a little, you know, just a little welcome to the league, young buck. This might be the game he'll do another hundred plus. Maybe. No, no, not against. We're, we're, I think we're like top five in rushing, like limited rushing yards. I can look that up really quick. And you can at me, whoever's listening. You can at me. Tampa Bay at H O H underscore Bryce. Expensive. Just rushing, not saying overall defense. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, do, 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 do. Okay, well, well, he looks at that. I don't care about the latest news, NFL.com. We got to let you know, you know, the, the Steelers and Ravens team is postponed to Sunday. I tell you yeah. Oh, oh my God, that's right. Yeah, yeah I saw uh, Juju in a play tweet about it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're uh, I mean, they're pretty mad about it, you know. 
It's the best game tomorrow, but yeah. you know everybody's gonna watch Thanksgiving game. Anybody trying to watch the Cowboys? Yeah, okay. exactly. Who's trying to watch the Cowboys again? You're not trying to watch America's team. No. Uh, they should have changed America's team. Like they're about to lose to a football team. <laughs> Like, are you America's teammate? You can't make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Like, you ain't doing America, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're saying America's trash. Yeah. Speaking of the Super Bowl, you think, you know, why are we talking about that matchup? Because, you know, it's not postponed to Sunday. Who do you have winning that game? What uh, game? I mean, yeah. Ravens versus uh, Steelers, of course. Steelers. Uh, real quickly, real quickly. So, yeah. uh, in terms of rushing yards, the Buccaneers have allowed the second least amount of rushing yards per game with only 803. Exactly. Uh, do you know who's exactly. number one with 743? Uh, of the Chiefs? The Saints. Oh. Ooh, the Saints have in 222. <laughs> In 222 rushing attempts have only okay. allowed 743. Uh, let me let me just say it's because of it's right. because of Demarco. That's a lot of people because of Demarco <laughs> Davis. That means wild, and then they have another wild boy, Alzone. Some Alzone's wild, but kudos to y'all. But I'm just saying we're better. Wow. I don't care what stats say. Wow, the Jets aren't last in rushing defense. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, last in our hearts. So, everybody in here agrees that Steelers are going to go 11 and all against uh, Lamar Jackson and the uh, Ravens. Yes, most most likely, yeah. It, it's just the, the offense is not clicking. Lamar Jackson is not throwing the ball enough, and when he does, it's just horrifically done. And I believe his number one receiver, Mark. Andrews is kind of crushing the ball leading up to the game. He wasn't uh, – he was kind of limited in practice, I would say, yesterday. There was no news up today, but now that, you know, the game has been postponed, maybe he could be uh, active for that game. But I think uh, even the last time they played, you can tell, you know, LG is not the same he, what he used to be last season. I'm not doubting him. He can still do what he needs to do. But that Steelers defense is literally a different breed. TJ Watt on one side, Bud Dupree on the other side, uh, Alu Alu in the middle with Casey Hayward, uh, Devin Bush, but he's injured now. <laughs> um, Devin Bush, but he's injured now. Um, and then, you know, Minka. I mean, you can, the name goes on and on. I mean, that, that defense is definitely a different breed. It's, it's that batting curse. Um. It really, yeah. it really the only is. Only one that survived the Madden curse is Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. Real facts. Yeah. <laughs> they Mahomes. have every sport. So who's the next? Actually, who's the next Madden cover player? <laughs> actually, actually, Mahomes wasn't even flawless because he was out four games with a pretty bad injury. Yeah, but he, but he did win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he did win the Super Bowl. But, the I, but at one time, we thought, oh man, the Madden curse continues. Yeah. It almost got Mahomes. It almost did. Yeah. <laughs> He just, he just gave it like a camel hump, you know. Yeah. Like before before we uh, close this wonderful show out, I just want to go over some week twelve prediction with you guys. Now, if I say the matchup, I just want your answers only. You got me. Okay, I'll try. So let's start off with Thursday, Houston, Detroit, the Philadelphia Eagles. What? Okay. 
Okay. okay. What? Nah, nah, okay. Nah, nah. So start it, over. I mean, no, whoever wins that match, it doesn't matter whoever wins that matchup. Like whoever wins, like the winner of the Dallas and Washington game is going to be the Eagles, because that just means it's one less problem for them. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't see the correlation, but you know. I mean, the other team got a loss. Simple as that. Well, they're going to lose too, so. So, so Texans versus Lions, who you get in? Texans. I'm going to go with the Lions. Just I'm going to go with the Lions too. Just because it's Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go with Detroit as well. I do think Detroit will win that. Okay, okay. Next up. Although I do think Deshaun Watson is just going to play out of his mind as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was only that Thanksgiving, so I'm like, Lions, you know, they play, you know. They do some magical things on Thanksgiving Day. I know for a fact that for the Lions, there's a number of uh, starters that are not active. So one of them being Galladay and uh, Swift, I believe. Yeah. Shout out to COVID. They still got uh, they still got AP, so they'll be fine running back. <laughs> Next up is Washington versus Dallas. Washington. Washington, Alex Smith, all the way. Damn right, yeah. Honestly, well, who who played for the Cowboys last? Like, who's the quarterback? Sorry, Dalton. Was it Dalton. Yeah. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I I do gotta go with the Cowboys. Okay. Shout out to America here. America's team. America with a K. Three three Ks. And that's it for uh, <laughs> Thursday's matchup. Now moving on to Sunday for the one Sadly. games. What? Sadly, that's what happened on Thursday because yeah, Look for the Steelers. Man. <laughs> well, it got moved to Sunday. Oh hey, yeah, uh, one fifteen. Uh, by yeah. the way, real quickly, so Hassan Weissa has signed a one-year deal with the Sacramento Kings. I went back. Okay. Yeah, he went back. He went back to his original team. Interesting. I like it. I like it, Phil. Not a bad. You got to humble yourself, you know. It could have been worse. No, I actually like it, yeah. Okay, so you were saying, John? Sorry. Breaking yeah, no problem. Big news for the big man. Uh, uh, Raiders versus Falcons. Who you got? Raiders. Raiders? Raiders. Okay. Raiders. I'll say Raiders. I'll say Raiders. It's going to be close, but Raiders. Okay. Uh, Chargers versus Bills. Chargers. Bills. I, I like that. Okay. Uh, it's going to be tough, though. Even though the Chargers record, it shows yes, but Chargers. I can't say Chargers because they always blow it at the end. I think I'm going to go with the Bills. I think that their offense is too good and the defense just hangs on just enough for them to beat the Chargers. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Next up, Giants versus Bengals. Giants. <laughs> Giants just because Joe Burley. I'm going to say the Bengals, actually. I think that this is going to be one of the games where the Giants are just going to just completely be terrible. But Any guys can run, though. Yeah, I'm still going to give it the Bengals. I think the Bengals will win this one. And, I mean, there's also – I want some to add to this as well. Uh, tickets for the game are low as $24. As low? <laughs> yeah, that low. 
Wait, wait. Are we talking about low as in nosebleed seats or low as in like kind of middle? Yeah. That's what I'm about. Low. I'll say uh, 300 level seats, nosebleeds, but it goes, the pricing is $24. Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid for nosebleed. Mm. Next, next up is the Titans versus Colts. Colts, come on now. I go, don't hurt my feelings, y'all. I'm, I'm going to say Colts because they're going to make some. Silent. I'm going to say the Colts because ESPN or whatever show is going to make some sort of graphic that Philip Rivers has nine children and exactly. Ryan Tannehill doesn't have any. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts too. Yeah, that's going to be the reason why uh, the Colts win because they're going to make some sort of weird graphic like that. But just let me say, Henry will have 100-plus yards. Let me oh, just say that. Easily. <laughs> Easily. I'll, I'll, I say that myself. Yeah. <laughs> I can't have two touchdowns. I was hoping you'd say easily not. Got you. I see it. So I'm realistic. <laughs> Next game, Panthers versus Vikings. You said Packers versus Vikings? Panthers. 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 Carolina. Uh... I want to see is Teddy. Teddy. Is Bridgewater back? I don't believe no, so. No, they have that guy from the X, XFL. Walker? Yeah. I have to Phenomenal go with the Vikings. Game last week. Yeah, he did. I have to go with the Vikings. I just like his first touchdown throw. It was pretty nice. <laughs> Give me Next Carolina. Carolina. I'll take Carolina on that. Just a okay. random gut feeling. Absolutely zero knowledge of that. But just a gut feeling. <laughs> And 80% of the time, my gut is right 40% of the time. I believe your gut is suddenly yes, because, you know, McCaffrey is still out. I know. Just a random gut feeling. But on, on, <laughs> Sunday, on Sunday at 445, if Carolina does win, you're going to see in the chat saying, I told you so. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. And, I'm Next up. Cardinals versus Patriots. Cardinals. Hop, hop, hop. All the way. I'll, I'll say Cardinals. Close game, but Cardinals. Okay. Because, because the Patriots are looking a lot better these past couple of weeks. But I think Cardinals better overall. Good talk. Got, got you. Got you. Uh, next up, uh, Dolphins versus Jets. Dolphins. 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 I'll say Dolphins in the first half. The first minute is yeah, first no, quarter. No. <laughs> you you think the Dolphins are just gonna tuck the game away so early? I feel yes. like this is extra hard since Adam Gase is across. But that that's what they did the the last time. That's how we were able to get to uh, his first series, and then he ended up being the starter by the next week. Gotcha. Yeah. Next up, Browns versus Jaguars. Browns. Browns. I'll go, I'll go Cleveland, yeah. Which they've been surprisingly doing better ever since OBJ got injured. It yeah. just it's felt more balanced in terms of offense. No, I know you guys already. I just realized, John, why are you not making your own opinion? What? I said, why are you not putting your own input? I just realized. I already know who's going to win. I just don't want to spot it for you guys, you know. Uh, 
okay. But that's I, why I'm keeping it quiet, you know. You don't want to spend our money on the games. I see. Real quick. Line, you know, all that, all that. Real quick. Um, you know, college basketball started today, all the blah, 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 all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just saw a thing where um, – so women's basketball, you know how South Carolina is number one? Yeah. And they just played the College of Charleston. The don't, score don't, I don't want to know the score. Don't tell me that score. It's going to be ugly, isn't it? Yeah. No, well, that, that, score was was ugly. that score was ugly. Yeah, so never mind then. If, okay. What was, continue. The score? what was the score? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you can't tell me. That a college only scored seven points. No. Yes, I can. What was the field goal percentage? <laughs> seven? Nah, I didn't know the field goal. I'm telling you. No, I, I, I got to look this Okay, up. I take that back. My bad. I'm sorry. That was 38? Photoshopped. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Photoshop. 38? Uh, Do you want to know the other score, though? That's I the am, question. I, I'm guessing it's going to be at least 60. Seven. Yes, that's, that's, that, that's, that's right. No one – Okay, keep going. Keep going higher. 79. Keep going higher. 79. Keep going higher. Was it oh, a 90? That, that was the first up 119. They 119. 119? 38 to 119. Oh, my. I thought both of the images were Photoshop. Never mind. Oh. No, only the seven, though. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem fair at all. It's that's what the number of team, right? Yeah, I would hope so at this point. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter and I had to investigate. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, where are we at? Uh, I know I already said this, but I want to clarify again Ravens, Pittsburghs. Are you guys are doing Steelers? Yeah, yeah Steelers. Okay. Moving on, uh, Saints versus uh, Broncos. Saints. I think the Broncos. I think that Denver defense is really going to give Taysom Hill a hard time. And, <laughs> and yeah, I think the defense is going to be the winner of, of this battle between Denver and, and New Orleans. It's probably going to leap over somebody. Um, <laughs> uh, 49ers versus Rams. 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 L.A. 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 bound. Ooh, yeah. Kansas City or Tampa Bay? KC. Tampa Bay. Oh, gosh. After that game, I'm going to write down and say, I told you so. After after Moose's, I told you so. (laughs) Okay, fine. But that's where I'm okay with being wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I just want to say, based on whoever has the ball last, definitely definitely is going to be a close game. But I feel like that last possession is going to make, make it work. Make it or break it. Got you. It's going to be two people talking all day throughout the uh, group chat. Yep. It's going to be, be Moose saying told you so, and then Bryce saying told you so right after. Exactly. And then it's going to be Steven talking smack to you, John. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next up, speaking of Steven, uh, Green Bay versus Chicago. Green Bay. Is Trubisky still the quarterback for the Browns? No, it's Foles. Yeah. Chicago yeah. defense would like to have a talk with you, Brace. 
that, 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 that. What the hell? Dad, I need a light. I can definitely talk to him. Yes, in here. Why that was what I need a light? (laughs) (laughs) I want to say the bears. You'll say the bears? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go Green Bay. Green Bay loves Green Bay. Okay, I like it. And for Monday Night Football, we have a one-sided matchup. Really, we just don't know whose side it is. The Seahawks, the Seahawks versus the Eagles. Who you got? Seahawks. The Seahawks. Let Russ cook. Seahawks by eight. Seahawks by seventeen. You say? Said let Russ cook. Okay. Okay. Let Russ cook. Okay. Okay. Metcalf going for over a hundred yards or two hundred? No. I say he goes for ninety-seven. Wow. Yeah. I say. Can't give him the three. Seventy. Gonna be a pass interference. Between seventy. More than 70. I'd say more than 70. Okay. And less than 100. More than 70, less than 100. That's vague. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and geez, that's it for... I said these are going to get one touchdown and one chase down. Okay. One chase down. It's only right. It's only right. Uh, and geez, that's, that's it. Uh, any any other info you guys want to talk about? Um, just because you know, if the if the season were to stop right now, I think Joe Burrow would have rookie of the year. But since it's not, you know, Justin Herbert, go get it, go get it. Mm-hmm. Tua is going to win rookie of the year. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think so at all. But um, is, I don't really have anything. I do think the Dolphins are kind of slept on and so are the Colts. So you all better be careful with that, son. Y'all better be careful. Yeah, I definitely see the Dolphins as a dark horse. I still see Cardinals on the NFC side. Yeah. Who is your guy's favorite on the NFC side? I mean, it has to be. Everybody's been beating everybody, so I, I don't know. It's between the uh, Packers, the Saints, and the Packers, Saints, and Bucks. And they've all beaten each other, kind of. So you won't include Green Bay in your top three? No. Well, I just said that Packers, yeah, Saints, said, and right. Bucks. You oh, include my the bad. I heard you wrong. Yeah, you're not including Seattle. Yeah, yeah I'm not including Seattle. Honestly. So, yeah, that's about it. That, like, that's like, they're all like, like top. Right at the top to me. Got you. I think a dark horse in the NFC is the Rams because oh, they sure. have great defense. It's just their offense needs to be clicking, and they are starting to click at the right time of the season. Like that's yeah, that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, and anyone can prove me wrong, but I think Jared Goff is still overrated, overpaid. Um, Cooper Cup is underrated. Robert Woods is like. Mm-hmm. Eh. He, he's he's at the right area of of rated. Yeah, um, and then the, like you said, the defense is just like from you know the defensive line to the secondary. I think they're they're put to, well put together. Yeah, they're, they're they're once again they're a great defensive team, 
with an offensive team that doesn't have the great capabilities at times. Exactly. Like but if, if, if they go if, off, they go off. If Jared Goff was put in a situation like Russ is in with, you know, pretty decent, pretty good offense, but terrible defense, he wouldn't survive. He wouldn't no. survive. I don't, think, I, I don't think so at all. John McVay is a genius. Definitely on that point. He runs a lot too down the down the field yeah, too. But Henderson, oh, you mean uh, Russ or the running backs? Uh, no, it's referring to uh, McVay. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he's getting that cardio in, you know. Thanks. Jeez, um, guys. Any, any last thoughts for you, John? The Don. Hey man, hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. Amen to that. Uh, oh my God, hold up, hold up. What are y'all thankful for in terms of sports? Honestly, actually, it actually happening. Honestly, yeah, because it could have just like never happened. It could have just said, yeah, we care about our health more than you know outside Americans' opinions and actually enjoyment. So they could have just said, you know, F it. <laughs> no sports at all. How they having like musicals? They could have just stopped everything. I think uh, I think uh, March 12th is a dark day for all of us. Yeah. Um, for me, like, don't get me wrong, I, I like football and stuff like that, but I, I really did miss the NBA. So December 22nd, I'm thankful for that day. We should definitely have a show. We should definitely have a show before that and do what we did last year and just have full-on predictions. Yeah, I'll create a I'll create an Excel sheet. I'm down for that. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Uh, I'm thankful for once again Mark Sanchez's butt fumble. It still lives on as the greatest as the greatest worst play of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am glad sports are back because sports make everything just a little bit better. Yeah. Got to do the tough times, you know. Amen. Yes, and well, that is it. Any shout out you guys like to do as usual? Uh, shout out to my girlfriend. Follow her on Twitch at Desi Leanne. Oh, yeah, like, she's not gonna. She's not the type of person to shout herself out. So I need to do it for her. Do you mind uh, spelling that out for the audience? Yeah, so that's uh, Twitch.tv/Desi D-E-S-S-Y Leanne L-E-A-N-N. Give her a follow. You know, subscribe to her on Twitch. Help a college girl out. And be nice. Yeah. I mean, of course, obviously, be nice, you know. Well, you should see them chat rooms, boy. Mm. Yeah, some of, them, some of them do get ugly, yeah. Got to make the esports world clean. Oh, shout out to Udonis Hassan for coming back for his 18 year in Miami. Going to have it any other way. Amen. Yeah, he was going nowhere. Okay, yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> you, Bryce? Uh, for me, uh, just a you know, backup Moose. Shout out to Moose's girlfriend. You know, follow her on Twitch. Hey. Um, for me, you know, shout out. Uh, follow me on uh, IG at hoh underscore. And for hoh, it's not House of Hoops. Sorry for any of you guys that think of that. But, or House of Highlights. <laughs> my bad. Um, it's hard over height. You know, respect it. Um, and then HOH underscore Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E. Uh, follow me. I'm going to be posting more on in January. So follow the journey. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.
Right. Hey, marathon continues. You feel me? Yes, sir. <laughs> I got nothing to say other than I'm just glad to be alive, man. Hey, man. When when are we getting our uh, promotion drinks? Promotional drinks. Whenever COVID gets his vaccine. <laughs> 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 That's when. All right. Whenever we book a yacht, a boat, something. I ain't just trying to, you know. Mm, got you. Got you. And uh, I like to shout out you guys. You know, y'all, y'all keep this afloat, though. Not everybody's present, but, you know, I respect y'all for coming out here. Yeah. Got you. It was a beautiful hour. Amen to that. And uh, we out. Yes, sir.